I'm your host, Kaylee, and I love my career as a venue manager and now owner. I'm a glutton for punishment, coffee addict, and an ambitious leader. I've seen and done some unglamorous things in this chosen career path, but I wouldn't change it for the world. Let's talk about the ups and downs of venue ownership, and I'll fill you in on the crazy stories, give you some knowledge on the nitty gritty details, and share my passion for this industry. Stick around, and I'm sure you're going to understand why operating a venue, although rewarding, is elegantly unglamorous. Hi guys, how have you been? Are you thriving and surviving? Is your business making it through? Are you making it through? I mean, come on now. <laughs> that is always the question. Um, it's been a busy week and man, the tours are starting to pick up because the holiday season is right around the corner. It got here so fast. It, it flew by. Like Halloween is in a couple weeks. And I think after, to me, Halloween is the Kickstarter for engagement season because then you got Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year's and, you know, Valentine's Day. There's just so much. There's so much. But it is one of those times of the year that, you know, people think that venue owners stop and get so much time in the winter. I, I don't know about you, but I am more busy in the winter than I am in the summer um, because I am giving tours more often than anything. And a lot of time I'm going through all of our stuff just to look over everything from the last year through the winter. I'm analyzing our services, updating prices because I'm preparing a year and a half in advance on pricing changes, which is like shooting, you know, finding a needle in the haystack because you just don't know what next year is going to bring and you don't know if the inflation is going to be crazy high or if you're going to be kind of stagnant where you're currently at. So what do I do? What is the food cost going to be? I don't freaking know this thing. I cannot predict the future, guys. That has That is not one of my, my, my skills. I am not a psychic. So, but Let's dive on into this week. I don't really have a story right now. Hopefully, I can get some listener stories. So if you want to submit a story about some crazy things that have happened at your venue, you can send that to elegantlyunglamorous at gmail.com. It, it will be read. And if you want to keep it unan- or uh, unanimous, <laughs> if you want to keep it anonymous, then I will definitely not say your name. I will read through it without you know, disclosing your location or your venue or your name. So just send it on over to me. Let me know because I love hearing all the different stories and I want to share that with with everybody because we can all learn from the crazy mishaps and some crazy clients because we know that there's always a crazy mother somewhere. (laughs) So let's dive on into this week's topic. So this week, I want to talk about marketing and websites. So this is part of the key thing of getting you out there. You, to start your venue, you have to have some marketing. And you might have to pay a little bit more than what you normally would 
if you're already established in marketing, because if you're brand new, you got to get your name out there. You got to get your name out there. And that takes that takes a lot of marketing and um, more than I would like to admit. And it takes a lot of work because you are constantly going, 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 trying to get your name out there. There's different ways to market your business and there's different ways to market your venue. I think the biggest thing that I have seen is social media. Um, we're just, a, we're very, very technologically advanced as a society. And you have to look at who are the people that are going to start getting engaged? We're looking at like Gen Z, Gen Z. Yeah. Cause I'm a millennial. So we're looking at Gen Z. Like Gen Z is about to get into being married. They're in their, you know, their teens, their late teens to early 20s. They're the ones getting married right now. And what do they do? They are on social media all the time. I can tell you that they have an Instagram, a Facebook, a TikTok. Uh, I don't know if they do Twitter much anymore. I'm a millennial. I don't use Twitter whatsoever. Um, they're Googling. They probably know more about Google than we know about Google. Um, there's just so many things. So you need to have a website and you need to have a good website. And what should you really include on your website? Um, when a person comes to your website, they want to know exactly what they're getting into. So let me just tell you what's on our website. Um, you know, when you get to the front page of our website, you're pretty much greeted by a picture that represents our our business. It is a field of tall grass and a couple standing out in the field with trees and the sun is setting. Um, it's part of, you know, and it's right there. It gives our location. It gives our services. It says event venue, catering and decor designs and planning services. And then it says Fort Wayne, Indiana. We're not technically in Fort Wayne, but our market is from Fort Wayne. And we're only 10 minutes outside of Fort Wayne. So that's why we list Fort Wayne because we want to draw from that market. We know that that's our demographic. So that's what we list. Um, we also have, uh, if you scroll down on our website, you know, we've got all the links up at the top where you've got, uh, you know, you've got everything listed out. And what you would put at your header is what, what, are your services and how do you want to organize that? Because we have our home, we have our about section, we have our rental packages, we have a gallery, we have business catering, we have events, contact, and blog. So our about section is literally about us. It talks about the business. It talks about, you know, me and Stephanie as owners. It talks about our event assistants and managers and who they're going to work with to plan their wedding. Um, we also have our rental packages. That's the most visited site, and that is strategically placed in the center of the screen. So rental packages will direct you straight to a site, and we have a workbook or like an online flip book that you can actually look through everything. The number one tip I can give you, and I this is the one thing I want, to want you to take away, be transparent. Be transparent. I don't care who can see your pricing. I don't care who, and that's the thing. A lot of people will be like, well, I don't like to list my pricing because a lot of people don't realize what's included. Well, list what's included. List what's included. Tell them what's included. 
So we'll tell you the rental pricing. You know, our rental pricing is $27.50 for a Saturday rental on a Saturday from 8 a.m. to 11.30 p.m. We say that, but we also tell you that we have tables and chairs included. We have linens included. We have a setup of a floor plan included. And we also do the major cleanup except for any personal belongings or items. We tell them exactly what's included in that price. And they usually, that helps because you got to think about what these couples are going through. When they're planning their wedding and they're going to your website, they're going to everybody's website. And what is the leg up that you can have over all your competitors? You make it simple and easy for them to understand exactly who you are, exactly your pricing, exactly your services. They know exactly what they're getting into before they even look at your venue. And they automatically will qualify you or disqualify you based upon that information. So it's not wasting your time and it's not wasting their time. So because... I found how many times do I give a tour and they did not read my website or they did not know the pricing and they didn't, they weren't a fit for us. Either their budget was way too low and we couldn't accommodate them or their budget was too high or they had way more than what we could actually provide. They knew exactly what we were going to provide and they knew our services. So we are targeting a certain person. That's what you, that's why you need to be transparent because they're going to automatically qualify or disqualify themselves. If that information is there, you don't take the work off yourself and allow them to do that for you. Um, and I don't care if your competitors can see your pricing. They're going to find out your pricing anyways. If they want to know their pri your pricing, they're going to send you an email acting like a client who wants a book, right? They're going to act like, a potential couple that wants a book and you're going to send them their, your information. And so they're going to know anyways, it, it's not hard. So might as well put it out there um, and, and save yourself the time. Then you've got gallery. So show what weddings look like. Couples, Gen X, or not Gen X, Gen Z loves photos. That is why Instagram is huge for Gen Z because Photos and visuals are what they're attracted to. They want to see how beautiful it is. They want to see what a wedding looks like. They want to see the happiness and emotion that is shared in the walls of your venue. So put a gallery out there. And the, what, the way I find the best way to put a gallery out is to focus it per wedding. So You'll scroll down, scroll down the whole page, but I have everything grouped to where there's about five or six photos and a collage kind of format of one wedding and it will trinkle down into another wedding, into another wedding, into another, but I group them all. So it's not sporadic. It looks like there's some kind of organization to it and they can easily, easily find weddings that are going to fit their kind of feel of their wedding. So they're going to look at that picture and be like, Ooh, I like that wedding. Ooh, I like their centerpieces. Ooh, I like their photographer. Yeah. I cite their photographer and I'll share that. <laughs> so, because I want to get more pictures just like that. But then, you know, we also list out, you know, we have other things that go on at our business. So we also have business catering where we travel offsite and we set up catering. We also have, you know, we're trying to branch into more of business rentals. So we have more company parties and picnics here because we're in 26 acres. It's a perfect place to have picnics for your company. So we have business menus. And so that's why we post a little tab that 
you know, if you're you're wanting to have a business event here, you go to that section right away. Then we have our promotional events. So that's where we post any of our events that we're having to the public. So we do a murder mystery once a year and it goes really well. So we sell tickets on our website for that. We also have a contact tab. Now, every single page has a contact form. Every single page does. But I also have it up at the top because that is the one thing that I want people to do. I want them to contact us for a tour. So I make it super easy and I put in our social links. So there's a Facebook and an Instagram little button that they can click on before they even contact us to look over our social pages if they want. And then they fill out the contact form. Now, that is the only way to get a hold of us because that is how I filter and save all of our contact information. So we have um, a system called 17 Hats. It's our CR. Ah. Ah. Okay, there's a fly and it's bugging me, guys. If you listen to my last episode, I'm probably going to get my bug zapper racket out and zap the crap out of this guy. So give me one second. <laughs> Got him. Um, <laughs> so, okay, well, I didn't kill him. He's still buzzing, but he's he's pretty, in, he's in shock. Um. Ew, gross. So I might have to cut this little section out. <laughs> so, you know, we have this contact form on our website and it goes through my client management system because this is how I save all their information. Anyone who's ever contacted me goes through my client system and they fill out the contact form. They can call me too, but you know what I usually do? If they call me, I go to my website and I fill out a client contact form for them while they're on the phone with me. So I have all their details already. But they put in their name, their email address, their phone number. They tell me what service they're interested in. So we do a venue rental. We have a venue and ceremony rental, off-site catering and bar service, planning services, and customized decor. Then they tell me what date, season, or year that they're interested in because I need to know if we even have it available. So if they have a specific date, you know, I'll look that specific date up, tell them I, I don't have it available. If they're interested in something else, they have a season. I'll tell them, hey, listen, I've only got Sundays available in this season. Are you interested in any other season? Are you flexible? If they have a whole year and they're kind of just open, I'm like, great. You know, I have several dates open and we'll go from there. But I also want to know who told them about us. Because if it was a past client, that's a connection that I can make with them. That's a sales technique. So if they have a past client, I'm going to look at that and be like, who, who did you hear from us? You know, I saw that you, you heard from us from a past client. Who was that? And you know what? I'm good at remembering names and dates and times, and I can make it a connection with them. That's a sales technique. Um, because anyone who's been referred from a past or previous client usually is a 90% sure chance that they're going to book with us. Um, and then we ask them if there's anything else that we need to know, send us a message, let us know if you have, you know, tell us about how many people you're thinking of. Tell us if you're flexible on dates, tell us if what your colors are. We want to know this stuff. So I give the opportunity to really connect with them through the contact form. And I respond to them within 24 hours, usually less time than that, because they don't want to wait around. I also have a blog section. Now, does our blog section get up to date very often? No. The last time I posted a blog was six months ago. <laughs> and 
but I like to post in the winter a lot because that's when people are looking at our website. But, um, you know, I like to post some things on the blog, give some tips, some tricks for our current clients, some potential clients, whatever it might be. That way they know we're knowledgeable in our field. So if you have a website, that's the number one step to marketing your venue. You need to have those things. You need to have all your services listed. You need to have your pricing to be transparent. You need to have a gallery of some sort. You need to have um, a contact area and you need to direct them. Make this point of direction to contact you. That's what you want them to do. So make it easy and point them directly to it. Um, I don't think you all necessarily have to have an about section. I just like this little section because who doesn't like to talk about themselves? At least I love to talk about myself and all my experience and my education and whatnot. And, but that's not for everybody. So I don't think it's necessarily required, but you might want to explain your location, your amenities, your, um, you know, brand yourself in your about section. So that could be a good opportunity for you. If it, it's not necessarily needed, do a lot of people look at this section? Not really, but it's there and it gives a little bit of extra branding to our website. Now, as for marketing, there's several different ways that you can market. I think the most popular way for us when we first started, it was going to be um, it was going to be a style shoot with a local photographer who had a following. So I would say they need to have twenty five hundred people following them at least minimum. Um, and what I did is we I, we did it for you know that photographer did it for free, but I referred them all the time. I would say they probably have had about six or seven weddings the year that they did it because I referred them to everything. And every photo that was on my website, that was in my tour handouts, whatever it was, was their photo. And I told everybody that came in, all those photos are by, you know, this company. It was Kayla E. Photography, if you must know. Um, this company, Kayla E. Photography, she does great work. This is her photos. Definitely check her out. I think her pricing is amazing. She's super sweet, very kind, but knows how to get the job done. Always, always said that because I got her. She did this for us for free to support us. And the least we could do was support her business as well. So have a styled shoot. That should always be one thing that you definitely need in the process of making your uh, website and as well as creating your social media because you can only use stock images for so long. And I can tell you stock images are very noticeable. Um, I, people will know it's not your venue. People will know it's a stock image because they're cheesy. They're cheesy. Um, then you want to look into different, like other different things. You know, you, you've got... Look in to see if there's any bridal shows in your area. Go to the bridal show. Spend, we would probably spend about $1,500 to $2,000 per bridal show. And I think the first year we did two or three. Um, but I would book a wedding every single one. And that paid for the bridal show. So my goal was to always go in, go to the bridal show, book one wedding. Book one wedding from that, get one person um, a technique when you're at the bridal show is to make a show special. So 20% off the venue if you book today, 10% off if you book within the next 30 days or whatever it might be off the venue rental. 
trust me, that 10% is going to make itself up because you're going to have a lot of bookings by giving them an incentive. Um, and I understand it's hard to discount your business when you first open, but it's crucial for you to get clients in. It's crucial because you need to get, you need to establish some kind of repertoire for your business. And that's the way to do it. Get them in and then get rid of that discount after so long and start booking your book wedding, booking weddings. Um, the other you know, thing other than bridal shows, um, social media ads, not boost, don't boost your damn post because all that's doing is posting out to people that are already following you. What you need to do is actually advertise that, advertise your services, create a little thing. You can go onto Canva, which is a great marketing tool. You can create a Facebook post as a little bit of more, um, you know, decorative features to it than just words and a, and a stock image, make that picture, make that picture as an underlay to like your pricing and your services or now booking 2023 or whatever it might be, put a picture underneath it of a stock. You can use a stock. I prefer not to, but you could use a stock or you could use, you know, a photo that you actually had from your style shoot. And then, Put an overlay with words and text because I can tell you they're not going to read the caption, but they will look at that picture. Um, so then boost the, or don't boost, advertise that post, share that to a demographic of whatever age, you know, women generally looking for wedding venues. Don't do it to your whole community because not everybody is looking for a wedding venue. So you might need to really dial that down and do, you know, change the, the demographics to those interested in engagement rings, interested in wedding dresses, interested in weddings in general, put in those keywords that it's looking for people who search those items the most and it will advertise to them. And you don't have to spend a lot of money. You can spend 150 to $200 for, to advertise on Facebook and it will get you more people. Um, you can make your social post as a like and follow post. So like and follow our page for a chance to win 15% off your venue and do a, a Facebook live on your Facebook and announce a winner and give them 15% off of your venue within the next, you know, year or whatever. Um, do put some, you know, constraints to that offer, but you can definitely make it easier, um, you know, to get some followers. You got to have some followers and that's the best way to do it. Your friends and family are the best way to do it. How they should be sharing your page. Have your friends and family share all your posts. It will get you there. Sometimes it's a slow burn, but you're going to get followers eventually. Are we at full what we need to be on followers on Facebook and Instagram? No. Instagram sucks for us. I don't know why I can't get followers. I haven't posted an ad in a while, but you know, we'll get there. We'll get there. We're working on it. And then be consistent on social media because if you're consistent, those are going to consistently appear and show up and people are going to start to notice you because you're consistent. If you only post once a month, you're not going to get many people following along with you. And there's less chance that nobody's going to even see your page at all. So post every day. That is the goal. Post every day. Canva has this great 
um, content schedule where you can schedule your Instagram and your Facebook posts and link your account to that, where you just share pictures from Canva, schedule it out. You don't even have to think about it. Do it one day uh, a month and then it's done for the whole month. You don't have to think about it. You know what's going to post every single day. That's it. And then you can do Facebook lives. You can do Facebook stories or Instagram stories to, you know, put in more of a personal touch um, and, and not so scheduled and planned and detailed out. But, you know, that gives you an idea to get started. You've got to focus on the marketing. You really have to push that the first year because that's how you're going to get bookings. And trust me, it's going to take you a while to get bookings because, People plan their wedding a year in advance. So start planning while you're in construction or while you're in, you know, in renovations. I was doing tours while the middle, while our room was destroyed. Was it hard? Yes, because people couldn't visualize it. But did I try to create a visualization for each tour? Yes, I did. I tried pictures. I did everything I could and it worked out. It helped. So that is pretty much it on the marketing side. Um, of course, you're going to have to pay for things to market. It, it is what it is. But I think the most beneficial place to market is going to be if you need to pay for a style shoot, get a style shoot. Focus on having a great website that's going to flow well and direct people to do what you want them to do, which is contact you. And then, you know, focus on those social media pages, boost, get those social media pages going because the more followings you have on social media, the more awareness you're going to have in general. And here's a tip. Don't waste your money on radio ads. Don't waste your money on wedding wire or the knot because I can tell you right now, they don't work. And that's probably going to be another episode complaining about wedding wire, the knot, because we paid so much money to them and got nowhere, nowhere. So we found other avenues that worked better for us, worked better for our demographic, worked better for the potential clients that we were looking for, which is you got to be smart where you invest your marketing and uh, where, where you invest your money in marketing because it will make a difference. All right, guys. That's it. Hope you have a good week and you learned a little bit of something um, and you can apply it towards your business. Have a good day. Bye. Do you know another venue owner, event professional, or maybe an entrepreneur that you think will benefit from this podcast? Why don't you share it with them and help me inspire others? Stay informed by following or subscribing to this podcast. You'll be notified each time an episode is posted. You can also follow me for more tips and inspiration on Instagram at Elegantly Unclamorous Podcast or on our website at ElegantlyUnclamorous.com. I'll see you next time.